0: Welcome back to the Evolution Pod Club. I am your host, Jackie Seiden. You're here because you want to feel better. You're doing something, you're taking a walk, you may be doing your dishes or in the car, or you've just found a minute and you're thinking, okay, what can I listen to that will put me in the right headspace that will sort of get my body going, get my mind going, get my spirit right, raise my vibration. Even though you may not use the terms, raise your vibration, it's kind of thing you're looking for? What can I do to elevate my state of being right now? And the truth is you are exactly where you are meant to be. Can you see the perfection with everything in your life right now? Now we know there are things you want to do. There are things you want to accomplish. There are goals there are desires, there are ideals you have in your mind. And you think if I can just get this thing, when I just get this thing, I can't wait to get this thing, I will then feel so much better. And you put the thing over there, but you're over here and that thing is over there. So how do you get from here to there? Well, there doesn't exist. There's a theoretical, it's a hypothetical. It's not really a thing at all. All that is, is the here the right here and right now, you hear this all the time, right? There's only the right now, the right here, be here now. Lots of different versions of that saying. But the idea is that the idea of tomorrow, of later, of when, and only if, and at the time when, and all that stuff in the future or whenever, it just doesn't exist. So how do you make it so in the present, in the now, You have everything you want in your belief system. Meaning, how can you in this moment believe that you are exactly where you're supposed to be, that you are as abundant as you need to be to have this exploration that you're on, that you are exactly as free as you need to be, that you are whole, worthy, complete, healthy, and perfect. Because the truth is you are all those things. You are actually abundant incredibly abundant. And I mean, if you want to compare to people hundreds of years ago, they couldn't even fathom how abundant you are as you walk around with your cell phone in your pocket or wherever you are in your car. And you can have access to information of any kind at any time that is incredibly abundant A king or a queen living hundreds of years ago, didn't have that luxury. So you are abundant. You have enough air to breathe. You have enough water to drink and you have enough food to eat. And if you have those things, you have what you need to be on the exploration that you are on. You are free. Now, you may not feel free. You may feel like you need to do this, that, and the other to get your bills paid, to I have to get the kids to school on time. I have to brush my teeth so I don't get cavities. The truth is you don't have to do any of those things. You could walk out of your house at any time. You don't have to pay your rent. You could choose to not do any of the things that you are choosing to do now. You're making the choice to do them, but that is your choice. The real freedom is in your perception of where you are in your life. The understanding that you are choosing, the understanding that you are free to do whatever you want at any time. And that is the truth. You are free. You don't have to put your clothes on to leave the house in the morning. You could go out butt naked. That's your choice. You are free, but you do make choices. The freedom is an understanding that you have the freedom of thought. No one can control your thoughts. They can influence you. They can try to control you. They can convince you of things. And you may take on those beliefs, but you can't take them on without co-signing. No one can make you feel anything without you co-signing. No one can make you believe anything without you co-signing. No one can create in your reality without you doing the creation they can only suggest things try to influence try to make you do things they want you to do and let me tell you something they will always do that (laughs) okay people will always try to control you because when other people are in fear which most of us are at most of the times in our life or usually in the stream of consciousness of fear when we're in fear And if you're newer to the podcast, when we say fear, we mean anything below the horizon line from boredom, disinterest, irritation, to despair, anything in there. When you're in that stream of consciousness, you seek to control. You have urges to control, and you believe if you could just do those things, you will feel better. You will alleviate the negative emotions you're feeling. And that's what everyone's doing. A lot of the time, other people in your world are doing that too. So if they're trying to control you, that means that they are not in alignment. That means they are feeling anxious, uneasy, or whatever. And you are the conditions in their life and they're seeking to control you, their conditions. So you do the same thing when you're feeling anxious, stressed, or mad or frustrated, or just irritated or bored, you have those same urges. You attract ideas to control your conditions and the people around you. You are always attracting ideas. You do not invent ideas, you attract them. Now, anytime you attract an idea, fear will pop up to stop you from acting on that idea. The fear may be very small. When we say fear, we're just talking about your ego mind coming up to say, Let's say you attract the idea while you were feeling stressed to email someone at work or your agent or your boss and see how things are going or get the lowdown of the feedback from an audition or a meeting or something that happened at work because you're feeling uneasy and you want to feel better. So you have that idea. Now, the fear will pop up to say, oh, they're busy or this is not a good time or they may think I'm being pushy. And the urge to control may be strong enough that you do it anyway, or you don't do it. You think, you know what? This isn't a good time. I'm not going to do that. In those instances when you're in the stream of consciousness of fear, which does have momentum. Every time you take an action in that stream of consciousness, you are increasing the momentum and that fear is popping up to stop you. And that's helpful because sometimes you're really upset and you want to do something like tell someone you love to fuck off. Now, the fear will pop up for one second to stop you from doing that, and you will either do it anyway or stop yourself. Now, there is no right or wrong, good or bad. If you do it, then that's a co-creation between the two of you. You were meant to do it, and it will lead to something, and it will let you know that that was what was meant to happen, because that's what happened. So there's no use beating yourself up. That's what you did. But the truth is anytime you're feeling negative emotion of any kind, it's just an indicator. It's a sign from your guides, your inner self, your angels, whatever you want to call it. It's a sign from source that you are not in agreement with your higher self, that you are not seeing the perfection, that you are feeling less than because you have some belief that is hindering you. You have a limiting belief. There is something you believe about yourself, your conditions, and the others around you that is limited. And because of those limitations, you're feeling negative emotions. So in this instance where you're, let's say, in an argument with a friend and you want to call that friend and say, you hurt my feelings because you did X, Y, and Z, all it's letting you know is, okay, I'm feeling negative emotion. I'm not in agreement with my higher self. I am seeing this situation as a victim, meaning I'm believing things are happening to me, I'm not seeing that they're happening for me. And I am having an urge to control, I'm having an urge to do something about it. Because I have a limiting belief. Well, what's the limiting belief? Well, it depends what happened. It could be a myriad of things, It could be anything, everything you believe is ultimately limiting. But is it hindering you? Because you also have beliefs about yourself that are empowering. Those are also limiting, but they're empowering. You beliefs that you may be a good friend, a good person. And in this instance, you're feeling frustrated. Maybe your friend said something to you that was dismissive. And so that sort of triggered something in you. Well, perhaps a limiting belief is I'm not good enough. I'm not important enough in this person's life. They would never dismiss so-and-so. They're dismissing me. Oh, you're, you've got other things that are more important. And then suddenly you're activating a whole history that created and helps you define this limiting belief starting from when you were a child. And that happened with a parent or a teacher or a sibling. And so the trigger is really strong. So what can you do? Well, identify what's happening. You don't have to worry about identifying it correctly because some of these fears are so ingrained in us that even coming up with any version of the limiting belief is just a facet on the diamond. So you're just chipping away. You're cutting branches off the tree. You know, the core fears are always fear of losing, fear of loss, fear of unworthiness. So we're always just trimming these branches off these trees of fear So ask yourself, what is my limiting belief here? Well, I believe that this friend doesn't think I'm important. Okay. Well, now, you know, that's false. All my limiting beliefs are false. The only truth is that you're a limitless being of pure, positive love. That's the truth. You are a limitless being of love. You're love energy. You're a love being. Now that's also a belief. It's also limiting but it's empowering. There's a lot of evidence suggesting that this is the truth. The more you start doing this work, the more the evidence will be revealed to you. Because in this moment, let's say you tell yourself, I know this limiting belief is false. Okay. How do I know? Well, find evidence to prove that it's false. Well, my friend called the other day to get my advice on a situation in her life. So she obviously doesn't think my opinions don't matter, but also Why does it matter what she thinks? I know my opinions matter because there's no one else like me on the entire planet or any other planet. There has never been and there never will be. There will never be a person who's had all the experiences that I have had that give me my perspective. And my perspective is unique. And my uniqueness is proof of my worthiness. My uniqueness is why I'm here in physical reality, to Discover more about who I truly am. Who are you? You are source. You are a love being. What is a love being? Well, you can't have love without fear. You need context. So you're limiting beliefs, your negative emotions. Here it is. It's all this contrast. It's providing context. In order to understand that you are free, whole, worthy, complete, abundant, you need to understand what it feels like to feel unworthy, incomplete, not abundant, unhealthy, and entrapped. So here you are, knowing you have all these limiting beliefs, prove them false. If you can't use yourself to prove it false, find an example around you to prove it false. And once you start proving it false, then you start to see that these beliefs really aren't true. And that every time you're getting activated, it's simply due to some mental construct that you have about your beliefs. I mean, listen, a proof could be that someone right next to you also got dismissed by that friend and doesn't care because that person doesn't have the same mental construct as you. Okay. Okay. So what's the other side of this? The other side of this, above the horizon line, above the horizon line of neutrality, neutrality being the highest vibrational place you can exist at. Above the horizon line is anything from curiosity, excitement, all the way to ecstasy. That is what we call love. That is alignment. When you're on the other side of the horizon line, you are in alignment, you are closer to the truth. You are in agreement with your higher self. You are seeing yourself as the creator that you are and not the victim, knowing that you're creating it all. Nothing is happening to you. It's all happening for you, for you, by you. You are creating everything from the non-physical version of you, the vibrational version of you that is creating in your life every moment of every day. It's creating that chair over and over and over again to make that chair exist to you. Now that chair is not the same to you as it is to anyone else. It's uniquely yours. Nothing in your reality is the same to anyone else. It is uniquely yours. And your reality is being generated over and over and over again, every moment of every day. Because it doesn't really exist. Three dimensions is a playground constructed by your higher self for you to have experiences so that you can feel contrast and have context so that you may what? You may learn more about who you truly are. You are on a journey of self-discovery. That is what we're doing here. Curiosity is what brought us here. And you are here to have experiences. So can you see every experience in your life as just an experience, not good or bad, right or wrong? So if a friend says something or does something to you, he feels really shitty. Can you say, I'm having an experience that I created right now because I want to learn more about myself. I want to understand more. Now, at the end of the day, you can also just remind yourself that we're all one. And that friend is also just a reflection of you. Everything in reality is a reflection of you. Who are you being? Well, take a look around. That's who you're being. You're stuck in traffic. You just got into a car accident. You're having this frustration with your health. You keep getting bills. You're on the phone with customer service all day. Well, that's who you're being. That's the vibration you're putting out. And that's what you're getting. It's not bad or wrong. It's just an experience. And then guess what? As you start to raise your vibration, become aware of your vibration, start to see yourself as the creator, not the victim. And these things start to work themselves out. Then you have context. You feel good. You're sort of flying. You're you're grateful for the feelings that you have when you're in the stream of consciousness of love and in the momentum of love. But it doesn't make the other thing bad because it's always going to happen. Both. There's balance. While you're flying high and in that stream of consciousness of love and looking around like, I am the creator. And oh my gosh, this world is so beautiful. And Look how the sun hits the leaves on that tree. And oh my God, just the littlest thing is making you emotional. You're going to get a call from someone that says you owe $5,000 because you have an unpaid bill. Now you have a couple ways you can look at that. You can let it bring you back into the stream of consciousness of fear. You can let it drag your vibration down, or you could laugh and say, oh, hilarious. I just created that. That means that I'm ready to process another limiting belief or another facet of the diamond of my fear surrounding money, let's say. So, okay, I'm in a good place to do that, right? Listen, if you're listening to this podcast, you have some kind of computer, some kind of phone, you're not without a home, you have a home. Now, if you're here to explore homelessness, then you will experience homelessness, but you've experienced that already. You've experienced that multiple times. You've experienced everything. You've experienced having millions of, of followers or worshipers or, or subjects, if you will. And you've also been a serf. You've been a slave. You've been all the things and everything in between. And honestly, the life you're living right now is kind of fantastic. No matter what is going on, this is a very exciting time to be alive. Your soul chose to be here during this time of awakening. And you're going to see so much changing. You're already seeing it reflected in the arts and in music. You're going to see it reflected in your conversations with people in this podcast you're listening to, which you probably would not have listened to, um, let's say a couple of years ago, or maybe five years ago, or maybe a month ago, you are changing. We're all changing. We're all waking up some people are more resistant to waking up than others and things will keep happening in the world that will sort of move that along and make sure that that happens you're also going to see it with extraterrestrials starting to make themselves more seen more noticeable over the next few years we've been saying that that's going to happen and now look you've got in the news ufos popping up all over the skies for millions of people to see things are starting to happen People are starting to question. People are starting to look outside their bubbles. People are starting to look up, look out, look outside themselves, look to other people, look at their relationships, look at what they're doing in their lives and say, does this make me happy? This doesn't make me happy. Why am I doing this? If this doesn't make me happy, I want to do something that makes me happy. I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to, start making earrings, and I'm going to do that because I want to do that. There's more and more of that happening. You can see it if you scroll on social media. You'll see if you start scrolling reels. Look at what people are using as their audio. It's all the same perspective. It's uplifting. It's Esther Hicks coming up. It's very empowering. So there's a shift happening, and you're a part of it, and it's very exciting, and it's going to continue to happen until it reaches an exponential sort of fever pitch over the course of the next few years, you're in a transition right now. So things are feeling a little weird. I don't know if you felt in September, things felt kind of really weird. A lot of resistance, a lot of dead ends, a lot of frustration, a lot of not being able to make things sort of happen. Now it's sort of easing up a little bit. Things are sort of moving a little bit. You can sort of start to feel better. Well, think about that in the macro. That's happening over the next few years it is a transition it's awkward it's it's learning how to walk like a baby giraffe on ice which is you know what i always say about my daughter pearl she's got long skinny legs and she can't walk without falling down this morning she fell down um and was crying And we asked what happened and she just looked at the ground as if the ground popped out of nowhere and interrupted her walking pattern. That's kind of what's happening with humanity right now. We all have these weird sea legs. So it's uncomfortable. Also there's moments of great joy and ecstasy but also there are moments of real frustration, resistance and disconnection or pain or loss. A lot of people have experienced a lot of loss, a lot of loss. But we're here to remind you that you can't lose anyone ever. You never, 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 never can lose anyone or anything. You can't lose anyone or anything that's in your reality. That concludes the bug that you accidentally swallowed while you were playing outside to that loved one that has crossed over. Nobody is gone. Now, you may not be able to see them, taste them, touch them, hear them using your five physical senses, but your five physical senses are becoming less and less important. The most important senses that you can start to hone are your non-physical senses. That's where all the magic really is. What are your non-physical senses? Well, the one that you are the most adept at using are your emotions. As we said earlier, that's your signal from your guides about how you're doing, how you're being. Are you are you seeing the world as a victim or as a creator? How are you feeling? It's a feeling reality. You're always feeling something. So check in. How are you feeling? Other non-physical senses. Well, your intuition, you know, your sense of things, your direct communication, meaning kind of what Jackie's doing right now. She's in and out, but it's com- It's it's communication with us, your, your inner guides. We're always with you. You've got millions and millions of supporters that are guiding you in every moment of every day and are choosing love for you in every moment of every day that you can call on all those souls that have crossed over. They're there with you all the time. They're just beaming, love on you. They don't have a limited perspective that they did in physical reality. So they're just free to see you as you truly are another being of love. And they're always there And anything that was going on when they were here in the physical Realm, uh, any tension, frustration, all that stuff that's gone. You're you wonder if they're proud of you, if they love you, if they if they're okay, if they forgive you. Please, forgiven, proud, love you beyond, beyond any kind of love you've ever experienced. They're just beaming love onto you 24/7, always, always in always, other non-physical senses, your Empathy, your ability to sense what others are feeling. Anything that you're just sensing, this is the thing. You know, you have questions. You have questions about your career. You have questions about your health. You have questions about your relationship or your relationship status or when you're going to meet your mate. You've got questions about all these things. And you've heard, you know, that the vibration of the question is different than the vibration of the answer. You're looking for concrete answers. You want someone to tell you you're going to meet your mate in two months and your mate's going to be amazing or you're going to get that dream job it's happening it's on its way to you which of course it is there is a vibrational equivalent of it that does exist every time you have a desire the the vibrational equivalent of that desire is manifested already and it's trying to find its way to you so that that is true But the thing is, is the answer is not in the logical, the rational sentences that you're looking for from, let's say a psychic or someone, you just want somebody to give you the answers. It's in the feeling place. It's in the non-physical senses. All the information, the answers you want are in that place. So how do you get to that place? Well, you got to slow down. (laughs) You got to take a beat. We would love to say you got to meditate, whatever that means to you. You got to just sit down, go outside, be in nature. If that means there is literally one bush in your neighborhood, then go sit next to that bush. Take a bath. Water is nature, right? Feel the sun on your face. Just take a walk. You can be in a concrete jungle and feel the sun and see the clouds. Maybe all you're seeing is clouds, That's nature, something natural, natural, natural. Put yourself more in the place of your natural surroundings and get quiet. Get quiet. Might take a while, might take no time at all. See what comes because as we started by saying that you attract ideas and when you're in the negative stream of consciousness or stream of consciousness of fear and you attract urges to control, you also attract inspired ideas. And that's the other non-physical sense that you can look for. What inspiration is coming to you? You will know it's inspiration by a couple of factors. Number one, how do you feel? Are you anxious? You're anxious. That's not an inspiration. That's an urge to control. But are you feeling kind of good? Are you curious? Are you excited? Any ideas that are coming to you there? Those are inspired ideas. Are you in the shower just straight chilling and zoning out and you get some ideas those ideas are inspired ideas now what happens as we said before and if you've been listening to us you know this fear will pop up to stop you it may be simple it may be i want to call my mom that's an easy one right so the fear just pops up "Ah, i only have two minutes i don't have enough time whatever it is it's just trying to stop you that's the ego mind and its job is to stop you because Back when you were in the stream of consciousness of fear, it was trying to stop you from cussing on a friend, punching a wall, or jumping off a cliff. So that's really important. But when you have inspired ideas coming up, uh, it just gets in your way. So you've got two options. You can listen to the voice and not do the thing you're inspired to do, not expand, not evolve, not grow, stay where you are. You can do that. That's okay. Or... Yeah, it doesn't sound great because it's of course not what you want to do here. That's not what you're looking to do here. You can blow past the fear, call your mom anyway. Very easy, you can do that. Now, when it's a bigger idea, like I want to quit my job and make jewelry, I want to make earrings, as we suggested earlier. Well, the fear is going to be bigger and louder. It's going to be more equivalent to the idea. So it's going to be things like, are you insane? You can't, you just got a new lease on your car. You cannot do that. You may have kids in school. You may be taking care of your parents. You may be doing many things that tell you that is not, it is not the time. Oh, that's a big one. It's not the time. It's not the time. This is not the time. Well, if you're having that inspired idea, guess what? The timing is divine and the timing is now. Because what? There is no later or over there. It's only over here what's here right now. Remember the here now? That's all you got. Tomorrow? It'll be here and now, again, when you're in tomorrow. Tomorrow right now is theoretical, doesn't exist. And the past, forget about the past. The past truly doesn't exist, except what you think about it. And we're gonna come back to that. So you're gonna get the inspired idea. Can you act on the idea? Now, if you act on the idea, then you are saying to the fear, I know you're an illusion. I know you're not real. You're saying to your limiting belief, I'm not subscribing. I do not co-sign because the fear pops up because you have the limiting belief. Who am I to quit my job? Who am I to do that? Who am I to make earrings? I don't know anything about earrings. Well, guess what? If you quit your job and you start making earrings or you even just take one step, maybe you don't quit your job. Maybe you just look something up and you sort of watch a YouTube video and the first thing to do and you go to Michael's and you buy some of the metal clasps Well, each action step you take, you are lessening and lessening the fear and you're gaining confidence. You're gaining confidence. So that maybe let's say you're doing that, you're working, then you start, you make your first pair of earrings and then you have to push past the fear to show someone, maybe someone loves them. See, you you start building confidence and then you just take one step after another. You don't actually just have to do it all at once. You have to quit your job and claim yourself as a jewelry maker. You can but you can also just do it one step at a time. You can go as slow or as fast as you want to go. And it's all exciting. What's one thing you can do? And we promise you, whatever that next step is, you will be given. You may not be given the whole path because here's the thing. It might not be leading where you think it's leading. It may not be so you could be a jeweler. It may be that so you can meet someone else who has an idea for a business and you end up doing something completely different. You start. You open up a a wine and cheese shop. You don't know where it's leading or maybe nothing. Maybe it meant that you just considered leaving your job. So you had the confidence to go back to work with a sort of a, an abandon. And then you sort of spoke up for yourself in a meeting and said some of my new ideas you have about where you think the company should go because you're like, screw it. I'm leaving anyway. And that leads to something new and exciting at your current job. You don't know where it's leaving. Okay. So now doubling back to the past. We want you to know the path truly doesn't exist it only exists in the way that you perceive it in this moment in the here and now because there's only the here and now so every time the past affects you you are picking up a duffel bag full of bricks and you're carrying it around everyone does it there's nothing wrong with it you're meant to do that that's how this reality was designed to create a past a conditions your the conditions of your childhood that would create limiting beliefs that you would then have to process throughout your life and would thus create this journey of expansion. So it's not bad. But there are things you're carrying around with you, you do not need to carry. You can lighten your load. And, you know, something Jackie's been doing that we had woke her up in the middle of the night to do was she started thinking of things in her past that were memories that come up all the time that hurt her. And she's heard of many different versions of this and has been in many years of therapy, has done lots of things about the past to quote, rewrite the past. But what we told her to do was to go into these moments. We had her change the event completely. It didn't go down the way that she recalls it going down. Completely different. Now, if there's an event with a parent, let's say something went down between the two of them, that hurt her she rewrote it that event didn't go down something else happened what were they doing they're laughing which honestly more represents her relationship with the parent now and suddenly that started to lighten the load she was playing around with it thought of another moment with a boy when she was younger and just got her heart crushed she rewrote this event with this boy she rewrote what happened she made it so they were singing songs around a campfire. She was playing guitar and they were laughing, having fun and they were friends and it was all good. And do you know what we did? We put that person in her path the same week and their interaction, and this is a person she has not seen in decades, but we put this person in her past and their interaction reflected the version of that relationship that she created in her mind, not the version she recalled. This person came to her in an equal measure of her vibration higher and was lovely and kind and funny. And they laughed about things. And he brought up her singing of all the things that they had experienced together. That was something he brought up. That was what was in the memory she created. So play around with this. It's really exciting. She really enjoyed it. It has completely changed her. She doesn't know how much it's changed her. Because every time you make these shifts, you enter new dimensions. Now, that's not something super traumatic. And maybe you want to start with lighter things before you get to these core. and play. Just play around with it. The idea being there is no past. There's no past. You also know there's no time. But without getting into that, because there's time in this reality. So just dealing with physical reality in three dimensions. There's no past. You can rewrite it, change it. Just play with it and see what happens. Play with it. Because it doesn't matter what anyone else did. You don't know what their experience was that led them to that moment. It was a co-creation, whatever it was. You were a vibrational match, whatever it was. You called them forth to be in your reality, whoever they were being. So if you can find a place of not only just forgiveness, but really seeing it with love and acceptance, whose life are you changing? Yours, because you're putting down the bags. You're not picking them up. You're putting down the duffel bags. You're putting down the cement blocks. Whose present does that change? Yours. So yeah, you got to make it about the here and now. What are you bringing into the here and now? What from the future are you worried about? And what from the past are you carrying? What can you rewrite about the past and put down from the past? And what can you release and surrender about the future? You don't know what the future is going to be. And guess what? If you try to know what the future is going to be, it's going to be so much less for you than it can be. What is possible for you is way more magnificent than you can ever imagine for yourself. If you have a dream, a desire, a goal, whatever you're thinking, it's too small. It's too small. If, if we said to you, there's a hundred thousand dollars coming down for you you'd be psyched we said there's a million dollars coming down for you do you believe it if we said there's 10 million dollars for you coming down the line could you believe it if we said there's a hundred million dollars you're like okay well i'm never gonna make that where where is your limitation how how much are you willing to accept for yourself or how much are you limiting yourself anything's possible the only one putting confinements or constraints and what's possible is you, yeah, and other people around you. But again, not without your co-signing, right? No one can tell you what's possible for you. No one knows. They can't control your thoughts. And your thoughts are where it starts because your thoughts that you have over and over again become your beliefs. So that is where it all begins what are your beliefs and what are your beliefs drawing to you in terms of emotions are you feeling good or are you feeling bad if you are the ship on the ocean and the rudder is your thoughts leading you are they leading you to good feeling thoughts or bad feeling thoughts what are your beliefs are you willing to change your beliefs make them empowering, call yourself out for the hindering beliefs, find out what they are. There's a million. It's easy. And it can be very specific. There's no right or wrong. Even just being here, having this conversation, entertaining these ideas, that's all we're talking about. What are you feeling? Who are you being? Look at your reality. What's going on? What's being reflected back to you by how people are treating you? Or how you perceive they're treating you. What's in your reality. How things are going. And none of it's bad or wrong. It's just all part of your exploration. Exploration. Can you see yourself as the creator? Having an exploration. You're here just to have experiences. That's ultimately what you're here to do. So can you make them fun now? Can you see yourself as worthy now? Can you not wait till you're over there? Get that thing over there? Do that over there when that happens? Can you... Bring the over there, over here right now. If you can do that, you're going to see your here and now change rapidly. That's all we wanted you to know. That's why we came here today. We're excited to be doing it this way. We're excited to be able to just talk to you and tell you what we're thinking about and try to help guide you and facilitate some some more joy in your life, some more ease, less anxiety, since that's what you were looking for anyway, right? (laughs) We'll be here again. As always, we're sending love.